Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Two Pete in a Podcast. And with me, I have Simon Strawn. Hi, everybody. Nice to have you back in the seat next to me. Right. So, last week we... I never left. You never? No. Been here all the time. Well, welcome back to the seat that you've always been in. Now, we are moving a bit further down through the airways. We've already done bronchiolitis in our season one special episode two. So, we are going to move on to pneumonia. And that's... Everything, that's what everyone is always concerned is happening with their child. They're concerned that they have a pneumonia. And what we need to do in this podcast is actually unpack what it is, what the symptoms are of it, and obviously how to treat it. And we need to be concerned that something's happening. So what is pneumonia? I think we should start with, Simon, if you agree, anatomy first. Mm -hmm. So we understand where we are in the lungs and what's happening. So we have the lungs, we have the big airways, the main bronchus, so the big uh, windpipe going down and that splits into the two lungs going further and then those lungs actually become almost like a tree and they get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, smaller until they get to the edge of the lungs where you have lots of little what you call air sacs or alveoli and those air sacs are where you have all the the oxygen and the carbon dioxide moving th- between the two or between the, the air sacs and the blood and that's how we get oxygen and get rid of carbon dioxide what happens with pneumonia is that you have an infection that starts wherever, can start in the lungs directly, depending on where the bacteria is, and it actually fills or causes an infection in those small air sacs. And what happens when you get an infection is that you start getting lots of fluid and pus and stuff being produced, and that starts filling up those little air sacs. And as it gets more and more progressed or more and more severe, you start filling up more and more and more air sacs, and then you start losing functional lung tissue just temporarily while you while you have that infection what that does is it reduces the amount of oxygen you can get into the body so as a consequence your symptoms are so (laughs) that's very good at you (laughs) no that's absolutely fine i think that i mean that's a good explanation and just to kind of encapsulate it always go back to what is an inflammation and what is an infection and think about if you get a splinter in the tip of your finger and you leave it there for too long, you get redness, you get swelling, you get yellow pussy stuff. So and that warmth. And warmth. That always happens in inflammation, and inflammation is what infection causes. So take exactly what Mike has said, and now think about that swelling and warmth and sticky, horrible, mucusy stuff in your lung, in the airways, the tiny last bits of the airway that are so important for breathing, those alveoli, those sac-like things are now full of that stuff. But this is what made me think about your last point, not just those sacs, but Mm. the tissue around them, that lung tissue starts to become hard, not harder, thicker, more solid. So you just don't you don't move air easily right up against to where the blood supply is because it's full of muck and swelling, and you then don't transfer your oxygen across. So what happens then? So that, that, that's why when you said symptoms, I thought, let me just pa- <laughs> explain what we call the pathophysiology. Can, can I just quickly jump into path- pathology, meaning the actual, mm. like when we were in med school, we 
we're taught what the lung looks like when you get an infection. Mm. So you start with the, the exudate or the fluid filled, and then you get red hepatization. So your lung actually starts looking like liver because mm. it's all red and inflamed. Mm. And then as it starts resolving, it becomes gray hepatization. So then it becomes gray with all the pus and all this, the white cells that are there. Mm. And then it resolves. Yep. Anyway, you can carry on. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. And that's caused by viruses and bacteria that we'll speak about. So when this happens, when you get a pneumonia, and let me, let me tell you that the, the concept of pneumonia, um, a lot of people that I see are more worried about bronchitis than they are pneumonia. Mm. All of these things are just an infection. Like you get an infection anywhere in the body, this is an infection. And what we've explained is what the infection does in the lung and why it causes the way you feel. And the way you feel is caused by the fact that you can't easily exchange oxygen. So in other words, you can't breathe easily. Mm. So you have an infection on board, so you're going to have a fever. Yep. That infection in your lung is causing inflammation, irritation, and fluid buildup, which is going to make you cough. Mm -hmm. And the blocked up airways are making it difficult for gases to exchange, so you're not getting enough oxygen. And if you're not getting enough oxygen, the only way you can do that is by breathing harder and breathing faster. Yep. So the three major symptoms that you see with pneumonia are fever, cough, and rapid breathing. So that's what you present with. What you then do is we will then examine, and we will then have a look, and we will count how fast you're breathing. We will count how fast your pulse is going. We can check your temperature, and we're going to find a fever. We're going to find a rapid pulse, because that's in response to the fever. We're going to see you breathing quickly. And then if we look at your chest or the baby's chest or the child's chest, we're going to see effort of breathing. We've spoken about recessions, subcostal recessions, intercostal recessions, sucking in above the top of the breastbone. All of those things are showing an increased effort of breathing, what we refer to as distress, respiratory distress. So that tells us immediately there's an infection in the chest. And then what we can do by examining the chest uh, with our stethoscope, we will listen and we will hear areas in the chest that are infected. You can actually have a small segment of the lung with a pneumonia, or you can have multiple segments of the lung, or you can have pneumonia in both lungs. I know people have to say, I've got double pneumonia. I've <laughs> I was going to say what your concept of that is. <laughs> I've, heard some, I've heard some people say, I've got triple pneumonia. So double <laughs> pneumonia to me is like, okay, so you've got pneumonia in both lungs. And... Uh, triple pneumonia means you've got multiple sections in the lung. Lots of people talk about bronchial pneumonia. Hmm. So what we talk about is we talk about bronchopneumonia, which means it's, it's more of a diffuse pneumonia. It's not one particular segment. Or we can talk about consolidated segmental pneumonia. So it can be diffusely in the chest or it can be certain segments. And they're all going to produce the same symptoms. The difference is going to be when we examine you and listen where we may be able to hear that there's mucky mucusy infection throughout the lungs, mm -hmm. or we may in fact identify to a specific segment or portion of the lung by the quality of the sounds that we hear. Um, yeah. so, uh, I think one other thing though is because you have inflammation that is at the edge of the lung, you can get pain on your chest. And also you can, some people get referred pain into the, over the liver area. Well, it's just what we, what we call pleuritic pain. And that's just because that inflammation is, as you breathe, you're scratching the, the lung on the outside of the, sorry, the outside of the lung on the inside of the chest wall. Mm. 
and it's irritated. Mm, because it's inflamed, it's irritating. And you can actually, if you get a, get a pneumonia right down on the bottom side of your right lung that sits on top of your liver, in children certainly, we can have children who present quite sick with all the things I've spoken about, but they present with what, with a, what we call an acute abdomen. Their mm. tummy is so painful that sometimes you wonder whether they've got an appendicitis. And in fact, what it is is a pneumonia sitting right down that bottom right side. So to support mm. what you've just said, Mike, yeah. is that the inflammation is so bad that the pain is referred. So, mm. um, exactly. Because it's painful coughing, not just coughing, painful coughing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and quite productive sometimes. Yes, yes. Yellow mucky sputum coming out. Right, so I think let's break it there. Uh, we've gone through all the different signs and symptoms. And next week we will continue with uh, at least the treatment and just unpack a few other things that we think are necessary. If your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, Please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook at two Pete in a podcast at two Pete in a podcast TWO not the numerical two this is our disclaimer the information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion we're giving it to you for your own information Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.